Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Amos Morrell III, Andrew Lopez here sitting in on the last lap for Seth Dunlap. You still give us a call. 504-260-1870. Text us. 870-870. Most. Somebody needs to tell the sun that this is the coolest city in the world. Oh, my God. That's... I hate you so much. I'm so glad that it's the Hannibal whack too. It's the Hannibal Burris whack because we've we've seen him a lot on the Frenchman. So I'm so glad that it's somebody who could probably tell you this in in real life if we needed to. Literally told me that when I tried to order the shot I wanted. Ask for a lemon drop. One, I like 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 a little flavor in my shots. I hate you again. I don't even just just because uh, we were talking yesterday about your glorious third place finish, your your best finish in 12 years uh, in our fantasy football league. So we figured we'd get some fantasy football help for you tonight. Scott Smith, family a- analyst and contributor at rotoviz.com. You can get him on Twitter at S Smith Scott, how are you? What's going on, guys? Uh, Seth's on a little bit of a vacation, huh? Seth, Seth is a little under the weather, so. We uh, they called in the B team. We don't talk about injuries. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sean Payton. Um, <laughs> Scott, let's let's get underway. Uh, first, let, let me let me ask you this. We were talking about this before. When is your favorite time to actually do a fantasy draft? A lot of people. They, I've been in leagues where we do it before preseason starts. I've been in leagues where we do it. I, I think Labor Day. What, what is your ideal time to do a fantasy draft? Look, for me, I'm a junkie. So, you know, in Dynasty Leagues, fantasy is year-round for me. So, Dynasty Leagues, I like to draft, you know, early in the league. But generally speaking, I think after that third preseason game, just so you can go ahead and, and get those injuries out of the way, you see the starters play, and that, 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 fourth, that fourth game just really doesn't count for anything. It's usually guys that are getting cut. So, generally speaking, you know, I think around that third preseason game is the time to draft. We, we have, we're in a 14-guy league. And uh, we have about eight guys who the, the schedule's all over the place. We might have to. We, I think we might have to draft like tomorrow because everybody is either someplace else. It's probably Moses' fault. It's probably Amos's fault. Um, going in, who? Give me, give me off this Saints team. Give me somebody who could be a value pick in in later rounds that could could really help somebody win their league this year. Look, I mean, I, I think. You know, you look no further than Jared Cook. He's going off the board as a tight end eight. You know, you got the big three with, with Kelsey and Kittles and, and all those guys. But, you know, at pick 83, I think Jared Cook can, can bring something that the Saints haven't had since Jimmy Graham. You know, that tight end position has been kind of a black hole as far as production goes over the last few years. And I think Jared Cook, and you saw what he did last year, I think he can come out and fulfill that position. And I think Breeze is going to be able to hit him. And it can take some of the, some of the pressure off of Mike Thomas. I, I would not have thought he was going tight end eight right now. I, I would have thought he would have been at probably five, at maybe six. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's actually coming off the board as a value right now after those young guys, uh, you know, Evan Ingram, O.J. Howard, and uh, Hunter Henry coming back for San Diego. There you go. Guys with, with upside, but, I mean, I'll, I'll take my production on Cook. What about what about Kamara? Where, where is he kind of – vaulted himself to with without having Ingram to to take carries away we don't know how much Latavius Murray is really going to get action uh we saw the work that that Kamara got early in the season last year where is uh where's he kind of going right now well I think you kind of got to look at things that that Sean Payton said and Sean Payton said that his role is going to remain the same you look at the production he had last year for the first part of the season when Ingram was on suspension and he was putting up you know top top production He's still going to put up top production either way, but I would expect his role to stay the same. You know, right now he's within those top four running backs that you can see coming off the board. Um, I think really what you kind of got to do, I think I would bump him up above Ezekiel Elliott until you actually see Ezekiel Elliott on the field. That's not a chance that I would go ahead and take if I'm drafting in the top four right there. So for me, I actually have him second above Saquon Barkley, who's most people's number Ooh, one, just okay. because I like the Saints offense more, and I would much rather have a back that I, I can rely on that I think is going to be scoring a lot more opportunities as far as touchdowns behind Drew Brees than linking up a running back that I have to worry about with Eli Manning or even Daniel Jones. We just got a question on the text line about Ezekiel Elliott. What do you, what do, you do with, with Zeke uh, or, or a guy like Melvin Gordon? I'm sitting across from a man who kept Le'Veon Bell for the whole season last year, so he he understands this holdout pressure. Uh, <laughs> sorry, most it was it's pretty bad. Uh, but what do you what do you do with a guy like Zeke? What do you do with a guy like Melvin Gordon? You know, I think ultimately both of those players are going to go ahead and, and end up in, in play in the season. I, I think Gordon's more the issue as far as, like, holding out. I think if your draft comes around and neither one's reported, I think you go ahead and, and pass and make a safer pick. You know, not often is one of your first two or three round picks going to win you your league, but, like, having somebody sit out last year the way Le'Veon Bell did can definitely go ahead and lose your your league. Now, saying that, one of the things that I have seen recently is if you really want to go ahead and bet your money on it, I've seen drafts where people have come out of the first three rounds with both Ezekiel, the second round coming out with Todd Gurley, and the third round coming out with Melvin Gordon. If all three of those guys end up playing down the stretch, you have yourself a monster. That's that is risky. I don't I don't know if I'd do that in a money league. That might have to be the. Uh... Like the office league that people get in just for fun, I could maybe see myself doing that there. But that that's that's a risky play. Hey, YOLO. <laughs> I oh. like it. I like it. What do you got, most? You're the one that needs the advice. Third place, top top finishes, third place in twelve years. What you got? Uh, well, I, I kind of you know in our league, bigger league, uh, just receiver receiver. Uh, you know, is always a tricky one. Uh, where where do you see value in uh, the wide receiver position? Yeah, I think you got to look at a couple of guys. Um, you know, one of the guys that's on everybody's sleeper list right now is Chris Godwin. He's kind of moved up into that wide receiver 20 range. But uh, if you can't get him because he's the hot name, you look at a guy like DJ Moore who's going towards the late fifth, early sixth round. And over on Rotoviz, we've got a good series right now, especially looking at DJ Moore as one of our big sleepers. And uh, of wide receivers that played – their rookie year and their 21-year-old year, age-adjusted production is very big. It's very important. It's a big indicator in analytics. So DJ Moore averaged three receptions over 10 games during his age 21-year-old year. Since 2000, 13 rookie wide receivers have done the same thing. The following year, every single one of them has had a top 24 wide receiver season. 
So I think DJ Moore is a guy that there's there's great opportunity there for him to outperform his ADP this year. I would expect him to take that second year leap that you see a lot of other wide receivers take. I I now foresee. I hope everybody else in our 14 team league was not listening to that, and they are now going to question why Amos and I are going to have a bidding war over DJ Moore. I had DJ Moore in another league last year. Steve Smith did too. That was fun. Uh, but let me ask you this. Uh, you talk about wide receivers and you know some of the the sleepers. Uh, how much is too much uh, to to invest in a, a guy like Michael Thomas, who obviously has been one of the most productive re- receivers throughout the first three years of his career? Uh, it depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about auction, if you're talking redraft, I mean, as far as redraft, Michael Thomas is valued. You know, you're, you're getting what you pay for there. He's been as consistent as you can, especially with catch rate and his production. He's attached to a top-level quarterback in Drew Brees and a top-level offense with uh, Sean Payton. So you're getting exactly what you pay for in redraft. As far as getting somebody in an auction league and stuff like that, you just have to see where other wide receivers are going in that auction and seeing where other owners in your league are valuing those guys. But ultimately, when it comes down to an auction league, go get your guy. If he's your guy and that you want to build your team around, then go ahead and do it because he's a premium player. Scott, appreciate you joining us. Get, tell the people where they can follow your stuff at, where they can listen to you. Yeah, you know, we've got a podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Four Downs Pod, which is uh, it's on Spotify, Apple, and all of that. Uh, you can find my work at RotoViz. I'm also part of uh, DraftDayConsultants.com, where if you need help, we'll actually come help you draft. We'll do pre-draft consultations. And uh, just follow me on Twitter if you have any questions, at SSmithSS. Amos is probably going to call you for that consultation. Thank you for joining, Scott. <laughs> all right, thanks. You, you need the help most. I don't need the help. I've drafted very well these last few years. Injuries uh, and disputes with the management. Uh, you guys are just haters. We're going to take a quick break. Soon, it's going to be two-minute drill. It is Thursday. We're keeping that for, for from the last lap. It's going to be Amos and I going against each other. I It's trivia. I, I'm pretty sure I got the edge. He's Amos Morrell III. I'm Andrew Lopez here on WWL Radio. We are are back Amos Morrell the third Andrew Lopez sitting in here for Seth Dunlap on the last lap we got about 30 minutes or so left 504-260-1870 you can text us 870-870 a great question coming in on the text line uh, I clearly don't know who this person is uh, there's no way to figure that out um, Random family question, Amos, who do you love more, your wife, who you just got married to a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, or your brother, hypothetically? I'm sorry, you said something. I, I can't hear anything in the headphones. You're, you're not going to answer that? Yeah, I, look, I, I'm, I'm not getting anything in the headphones. I don't, I don't know what he's saying. Benjamin, I want you to know he doesn't love you. That's basically what Amos is saying right now. I, your mouth's moving, but I just... I'm just not getting anything. I don't know. You're making poor Logan actually think that something's wrong. That is a terrible move. I hate you just for that. There we go. There's another one. Well, like the music playing on the break, you know, you can hate me now, but I won't stop now because I can't stop. Terrible. Now. Terrible, most. Uh, we're going to, we got, I think, five, four or five minutes left in this one. We're going to go to a short break. When we come back out of this, it'll be the two minute drill. It's a trivia contest. Logan is going to ask us eight questions. I, I am fairly sure I will beat you. Want to bet? 
Uh, Or do we have to go to Mississippi for that? Uh, Yeah, we have to go to Mississippi for that. Thank you, Louisiana legislature. Um, We can do another hypothetical. I could put a hypothetical dinner on it. It's culinary month. Did you say culinary? That's what it's called. Culinary? No, it's culinary. It's culinary? It's it's culinary. Like, it's... Because, I mean, it's not culinary month. Like, there's nothing special about that. Every month is culinary month if you have the a restaurant. you guys do around here. It's culinary. Right, we'll, bet a, we'll bet a hypothetical dinner on it. Hypothetical. A hypothetical dinner because we're not, you know. We would all, never. It, for entertainment purposes only. Right. This is this is for entertainment purposes only. I don't Just know. Like maybe preseason. Maybe, maybe Logan might have slipped one in. I know, I know Tim did the questions, but I'm thinking if Logan slipped one in, he slipped a little WWE question in, I think that would be in my favor right now. Oh, absolutely. To help me win this hypothetical dinner that's may I, or may not be happening. Can I phone a friend, though? No, no. Because if I could phone a friend. No, no. T- Tyler is sleeping. You cannot call Tyler right now. You cannot call Brooks. You can't call anybody. You see, you can't even think of anybody else that you know that likes wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Those oh, those this, are my guys. This is going to be the best hypothetical. Those are my dinner. guys. Those those are my uh I my know phone exactly. And it's it's East Coast, man. They're asleep, dude. But Tyler works nights sometimes. You know, maybe he let me let me just let me appropriate just response from Benjamin. Let me just reach out to appropriate response from Benjamin on the text line, uh, figuring out that you don't love him as your brother. It's, it's terrible, dude. You get it. You get the job here, and all of a sudden you forget the little people. Oh, well, in the that's world. crazy. Now my text screen is down. I just don't understand what's happening. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. The better part about this is now that we have talked to to Scott Smith about fantasy football, uh, is we're going to do the same thing now. We're probably going to go after the same guys. Probably. You're still going to also lose. You held no. on. You I'm, held on to Le'Veon. You held on to Le'Veon all last year, taking up a spot on your bench. You still had your best finish ever. That tells me you really don't know what you're doing. Oh, that tells me that I had a deep roster. That's what that tells you. I was like the top seed heading into the playoffs. I had one bad week. It just happened to be in the playoffs, and I finished third. That lets you know how good my team was. One bad week, I get eliminated, and I blow everybody out to win third place in the Constellation playoffs. Constellation playoffs are for losers. Whatever, I think I lost man. in the championship game. I don't remember last year. I really don't. I, I, I was crushing it. I was like the top seed heading into the playoffs. Let me ask you this. How many leagues are you in? What was, what was the, the most amount that you were you were in at one time? Because I'm cutting back to just one league this year, and it's I'm really kind of happy about it. I did four leagues one year, and that was entirely too much. I, I think my highest was five, and it was... One of them I didn't check at all, and it became noticeable. Uh, you probably won that league knowing you. Uh-uh, no, I was booted. Uh, I was not asked back to participate in that one. The the key to getting me to participate... Amos Morale III, the man who gets kicked out of fantasy football leagues for not participating. The key to getting me to participate is do the league on Yahoo. If you want me to play in your league, do it on Yahoo. I can check my lineups. I can hit the waiver wire. One-stop shop. Don't make me log into ESPN. Don't make me log in uh, to NFL.com. Do them on Yahoo. I just need one place to go, and I will be a very active member of your fantasy I think league. the year that I did do five, I think I had one ESPN, one ESPN. I'm sorry, one Yahoo, one ESPN, one CBS, one NFL.com, maybe two CBSs. I, it's just so many, man. That's the problem. I used to, So when I had season tickets at the Saints game, I had a guy who sat in front of me. He quit fantasy cold turkey. He was in four leagues. He went to none. He said it was the best football season he ever had. Just He, just, he was able to just enjoy games. 
Nah, man, I like rooting for that random Detroit Lions backup running back who's getting to play <laughs> because of injuries. It, it makes it makes them hit the, you know what I mean. That's that's what I like. I like watching that. That's that's not good at all. I I don't I don't know. I'm I, I'm I think I'm gonna enjoy going down to one league this year. I, I'm I was getting tired of having to. We get into a Monday night situation, and I have to cheer for Odell to get 16 points to, so I can win, but not to get 18 points because then I lose in another league. Uh, or the scoring was different. I, I'm very much looking forward to this. The, the best, though, is when you need a receiver to get 10 points, but you're playing against this quarterback. See, I, That's the best. Let me ask you this get question. To, get those points. You got, you got a really quick time to get me to that question. Top Saints player you're targeting. You're in my league. I'm not going to tell you that. That's not how this works. I mean, Kamara and Thomas are keepers. No. He's Amos Morrell III. I'm Andrew Lopez. We will be right back. Two-minute drill after this quick CBS News break. We are back. Amos Morrell III, Andrew Lopez, here on the last lap, sitting in for Seth Dunlap. Got about 30 minutes left. You can call in. 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. And it's I've been waiting. Him, you know what we should have asked him? Scott, we should have asked him about You always uh, come up with qu- great questions 30 minutes after the interview. Is this why you always like call people back when you do interviews? You gotta Oh hey man. Oh uh my bad. Uh no, I, I save it for the follow up interview. What what should we have asked him, Amos? Should have asked him about uh some of those second tier quarterbacks. I know who my quarterback is this year. I don't I don't need to let you get any more any more help, any more advice. Sean hmm. Watson. That's my that's my top QB target. So, what a shocker. Hmm. Amos going after a Houston Texan. Never would have thought it. See, but this is where you know I run the price up on those guys and I can get everybody else cheaper. How'd that work for you and Alvin Kamara two years ago? <sighs> that, that, that uh Yeah, it did not. That I just, there's the short answer. There I mean, was it did a, not. There's too many people read my stuff. That's the problem. That's what that's what that told me is that all my friends were reading the things I was writing. So we, we did all say in the chat that Amos has been at practice, so we we probably need to pay attention to this guy. Logan, it's time. Is it? I think it's time. It is. It's time. We're gonna go to two minute drill. You let the people know what's about to happen. We don't know what's about to happen. All we know is we're gonna answer questions. You let the people know what's gonna happen. All right, we have a series of questions here. I'll be telling them, uh, tallying them up behind the scenes here, and whoever scores the most at the end will uh, will win. Win the hypothetical dinner. Yes, win the hypothetical dinner. Now, uh, you each have two minutes to answer all these questions, and if we get it tied, then I'll come up with a tiebreaker question. I want I want to come up with a tiebreaker question because I'm pretty sure I know where that's going to go, and I think I'm going to have an advantage there. Now, uh, now here's the thing. We can right. either do this with both of you on at the same time, just answering the questions, okay. and I can just extend the timer, or we can do it one at a time. So, oh, I think we gotta go both. We we gotta compete. Yeah, we gotta extend the timer a little bit, and let's just. It'll be the extend. We're gonna. We're, it might be a four minute drill. Let's just go. We gotta answer at the same time. We gotta just fight each other. Yeah. All right, you guys ready? Sure. All right, let's jump into it. All right, to start things off here, we have which NFL team did Sean Payton coach for the season before becoming head coach of the Saints? He's with the Cowboys that year, right? When no, he with the Giants. The Giants. He was with the Cowboys. Whoa. <laughs> I, was, I was nervous because I didn't get an answer. I thought I was, he was letting him get in. All right, next one up here, we have 
Which college did Drew Brees play his uh, play his uh, play college football at? Purdue. Purdue. All right. Yeah, that's both correct. Yeah. All right. Next one up here, we have which team did J.J. Redick play for before signing with the Pelicans? Philadelphia 76ers. The 76ers, obviously. There we go. Oh, sorry. Which teams? Oh, oh, oh 70... multiple teams. 76ers, the Clippers. Um, the Magic. He was with the Magic. There's one more in there. The Milwaukee Bucks. He played with the Bucks, yeah. For like half a year, yes. That's all I got. I got four. I got the Magic, uh, Clippers, Sixers. Bucks. Was he's, he been, he's made the playoffs every year. Yeah. Playoff team X. I mean, you guys got them all, so. Oh, good. Uh, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Name me all four of the PGA major championship winners this year. Winners? <laughs> Can I call Scott Kushner back? No. Then I got I got Tiger. I got I got Kepka. I got I got that other guy. And probably some guy named Johnson. Dustin Johnson. I don't know. Uh, I got Tiger. I'll go with Brooks Kepka. Uh, did Rory win one this year? This is such a Scott Kushner question. No Rory. All right, we're done. What? Yeah. All right, and last one here. Uh, name of one of the three players that led the NBA last season in technical fouls with sixteen. Draymond Green. Oh, so I have to come up with a different one then. Sure. Uh, <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins didn't play enough to, 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 to run the yeah. text up. Uh, Joel, Joel Embiid. That is incorrect. Was Draymond correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> who, 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 who were the others? Uh, it was Russell, was uh, Russell Russ? Westbrook. KD? Yeah. Yep, and KD. <sighs> that was my job, dude. There we go. Would have preferred the wrestling question. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, I wish I could have called Scott. Uh, Scott, who was the who are the four major winners? Uh, the four major winners were Tiger Woods, Brooks Kepka, uh, Gary Woodland, and Shane Lowry. I am surprised I got half of those. I did not think that was going to happen. Who's Shane Lowry? I don't. Know, <laughs> I, I don't know who who Gary Woodland is. Now, now Shane Lowry, I, I'm not, I'm not a really big golf guy, but like he's one of those names where I've heard it in passing, you know, but like I don't know anything about him. <laughs> All like I a, know is Kepka is like Shane Lowry sounds built. like a NASCAR driver. It might have, I don't know, dude. <laughs> we got Shane Lowry in the number thirty-three Popeyes car. Oh man! So, well, so what's our tally? So the results are that's Andrew. A that's a dub. That's eight. You have eight right, and most. Amos, you got, most? you got six. Yeah, that's dinner for me, baby. Hypothetically speaking, that's what I'm talking about. Solid performance. I, I eight. I mean, that's a pretty good performance. I think. I think it's more than solid. You know, we're gonna look at the that's tape. like Amos Morale in the in in the butterfly performance wise. <laughs> we're gonna look at the tape. We're gonna, you know, uh, we're gonna make corrections on Monday. And uh, we're going to get that cleaned up. <laughs> that wasn't even a joke. It was still whack, though. It was. Man, trolley stop, here we come. Um, it's my preferred dinner spot for this exercise, if we were actually going, if it was a hypothetical dinner. Good country fried steak. 
So a lot of gravy. I will I will take my victory lap. We will take a break real quick. Uh, a couple more segments to finish this off. Uh, we'll get back. We'll probably talk a little bit more Saints and Vikings since that is now 21. I don't know, 20 hours away. It's almost football time, folks. He's Amos Morale III. I'm Andrew Lopez. Listening to the last lap on WWL. Amos Morale the third. Andrew Lopez sitting in here for Seth Dunlap on the last lap. A couple segments left. You can still call in 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Most I'm watching your, your Houston Texans here. Uh, Joe Webb might manages to find Tyron Johnson for a 44-yard pass. We were just talking about how he has a great chance to make that team. Tyron makes a great play to come back to the ball. That's your boy, man. Hey, man, all these New Orleans kids, I'm rooting for them. Let's go to the phone lines. we got two callers. Let's go to Big Mooch right now in Prairieville. How are you, sir? Hey, what's happening, guys? What's going on? Hey, listen, I got a question, and, and the question is about Zion. I don't think he's all that because Julius Randle, he was a decent guy. He was an 18-8 and eight guy, maybe a little bit more, and my stats may be off a little bit. But I don't think Zion will even – get his numbers. I think he's he's overhyped. I think he's overweight and he has no skills other than uh other than basically slamming. So you tell me why why am I so wrong? Why? Uh, you're wrong for a lot of things. One, you're wrong about Julius Randle. It was twenty one and nine. Uh but you didn't mention okay. that. So you I I'll give you that credit. I'll give you credit for that. Uh he can. He's so strong. The overweight thing, I think, is blown up, blown out. I, I know guys who can who can be overweight and still overpower, and I think that's what he's going to do. The, the two eighty doesn't yeah, matter. What position? He can, position? He's, he's the four. He, he can play the seven. five. I think he's strong enough to he, play the five. He, he, can't, he can't play the five. He's six seven. Charles Barkley could play it. You don't. I don't think you need the height. Uh, no, no, no. He would. He was a. He was a four. You, I think you could be the four. You could play the five if you run. You, you, know, you get a guy like Jokic out there, you, you'll need some protection. But a lot of these guys are – you're going to have smaller fours playing the five anyway. You spread it out. I mean, he could play the five. They play Golden State. He could, he could put, I mean, Draymond Green's played the five at barely 6'5". He throws down two windmills a game. I'll feel like I got my money. Yeah, but worth. that's a different animal. Draymond's a, Draymond's a beast. Zion, man, I'm telling you all, watch in three years, you all going to be like, wow. Jamar. Uh, ja John Morant should have been the pick. That's a that's a big take, Mooch. That's a big take. Hey man, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, it's pretty hot. Mark, mark my words. August what? What what day is this? August the seventh. August 8th, August what? August eighth. August eighth. We'll August we'll, 8th. we'll keep this audio. Okay, listen, and and I have one one more. One more. Okay? One more. If if I were a betting man, and I may be, and I may not be, but I'm headed over to Vegas in a few weeks. And the over and under on the Saints wins is nine and a half. And I'm thinking about taking the under. The Ooh. under? Uh, yes. I See, a lot of places I've seen. That's a worse take, Big Mooch. A lot of places I've seen what? have them at ten and a half. Uh, I, I'd take the under maybe if you got them at ten and a half. But at nine and a half, I, I think you you got to take the over on that one, right? I think, I think it's an yeah, 11 but, win season. I think it's no, 11 and 5. No. They're not going to make the playoffs, man. You know why, too? Because Atlanta's going to be better, and so will the Panthers. They're not going to sweep the Panthers this year like 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 they have maybe the last, what, three years, I guess? Yeah. They're not going to sweep them again. I, I still got 11 wins. You go to Vegas, 
I might I might try to find you and give you some money to put on over over nine and a half for me. We get, we, we might set that up. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, keep keep up keep up the great work and Amos, you're the man. Appreciate it. All Thank right, you, Booch. Oh man, that was some that was some bad. Day. I was that was some hot takes. Let's go to I Brian. I like the way that call ended. Let's go to Brian in Mid City. I bet you do. Brian, how you doing, man? Hey, good evening, Amos and Andrew. How are you, sir? Uh, nice to talk to y'all. Uh, yeah, just a, just a tiny bit of background on myself. I'm the uh, current champion of the last lap of Fantasy Football League and a, and a two-time champion of that. Uh, twice, I had to take down Scott Smith to win the championship. There you go. Um, yeah. Would you also like anyway, to give Amos some some tips? Because he'll he'll take all tips from all, all from everybody right now. Well, one one of my favorite tips to give out. Well, I got I got a couple of them. Um, it's usually best to stream defenses and kickers based upon purely upon matchups, and you you could be you know pleasantly surprised with occasional you know fifteen to twenty point game off of a off of a defense or sometimes even a kicker. You know based upon you know statistics. Uh, versus certain teams. The other piece of advice I have is uh, uh, don't take a tight end until, like, maybe fourth or fifth round and only if it's a good one because, you know, we're seeing a recent tendency over the last few years of slot receivers and, you know, beating out tight ends. Amos is right now – I am watching Amos write all of this down right now. He is he is intently listening, and he is writing every piece of information down because he is determined not to come in third place anymore. Does like in other words, a good slot receiver is a lot right now is a lot more valuable than a tight end, pretty much. I can see that. I can see that it being a few guys that you would take outside of the Kelseys of the world, outside of those types of guys. But that that that's that's some good things. I I, I like that. Yeah. Now about this uh, Vikings game. Yes. I'm most happy that it is the Vikings because you know that's a really good opportunity to test to test some guys out against a you know a good roster that they have right now um of course the other thing i'm happy about is uh teddy bridgewater i hope that they let him play two you know two whole quarters give me three give me play teddy as much as you can that's all i want to see teddy time all preseason oh yeah i I wouldn't complain about three quarters against the vikings but i'm I'm hoping it's at least two yeah you know because i'm looking forward to seeing some teddy as well i I think I, you're gonna I, get a lot of Teddy this I told preseason. Him. I want to see Drew play two two drives all of preseason. Give me Teddy. I want to see Teddy get in his get him back to where he was. One of the ways you got to do that, you got to play games. You got to you got to get in action. That's the one thing I do think preseason is good for is is, is guys like that. Yeah, that that's that's really true. And you know, Taysom Hill is is to my knowledge, he's the emergency quarterback anyway, and he's you know he's really better utilized elsewhere. Um, so personally, I don't want to see Taysom Hill play half a game. No, you know, you know what? You know what if he gets hurt, and then we don't have him for special teams and, and a, you know a few other things. You know, you got it. You almost it's 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 kind of weird to say, but you almost have to treat Taysom like a starter because of everything that you use him in, every extra thing that he that he does that no one else can. You don't have another guy that you can sign that can also that can is, is going to be your quarterback, be a, be a tight end. Be a gunner, be a kick returner, be a running back at times. I, I think you got to kind of treat him like a starter a little bit. That's why I'm all for for Teddy time. I'm all for Teddy time. 
same here. Well, pleasure talking to y'all. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, Brian. You too. How many other quarterbacks in the league do you think could, not will? Like, I, I, there's a few guys in my mind that I think could do what Taysom does if the team asked them, but would, their agents, everybody would say no. Well, I think you're seeing there's a lot of – I mean, you saw Danny Etlin get moved to wide receiver. They're trying to do some different things with him. A lot of – some other guys are getting drafted coming in. They're trying to start playing multiple – I think – I really do think Sean Payton and crew have kind of started something here. Uh, we're going to take one last break. He's Amos Morrell third. I'm Andrew Lopez. We're sitting in here for Seth Dunlap on the last lap, WWL Radio. We'll be right back, guys. Amos Morrell third. Andrew Lopez here. The last lap with Seth Dunlap. This is the final segment. A couple minutes left. Uh, I'm really looking forward to our hypothetical dinner. What do you think Taysom goes into the Hall of Fame as? <laughs> uh, I think they have to create a spot for him. He'll have his own wing. Jeff Duncan's going to fund it, by the way. <laughs> He'll definitely be leading the campaign. He's he's gonna have to fund it. He's got a vote. He'll they'll they'll put him in. I'll tell you, uh, you know, Taysom. It wouldn't surprise me though if at at some point in the next five years he's a starter on somebody's team as, as a QB. You don't think it'll be here? Uh, I, in college, I had a buddy who, uh, you know, always liked to give life lessons, and uh, one of the strong ones he always gave was that Jamie Foxx had to be a comedian first. Okay. All right. I I still think it might be here, but I I could see him still being a starter somewhere. I don't know if it's at quarterback. I think he could work his way into being a starter. I don't know about here because I, I just feel like you've you've basically convinced Teddy that that's his future here. You made you didn't make Teddy turn down his hometown. Uh and more money. To stay here. We'll we'll see how that goes. Going through uh Obviously, Saints and Vikings tomorrow night. Just kind of going through some box scores right now. Uh, I'm just going to throw some numbers at you. Looking at some of the local guys, Russell Gage has a, had a big night for uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. I say a big night, three catches for 33 yards. Uh, it's a big thing for for him, who was who basically tried to make that team as a special teams guy, and that, that was where he stood out uh, his last year at LSU. Going to be a going to be a uh, some opportunity there with Julio Jones. You get Calvin Ridley coming up. Uh, off a pretty good rookie year. He's going to be drawing a lot of attention. There's going to be some openings for that third receiver spot. Tonight I learned that Stephon Anthony plays for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they uh, signed him earlier. You know, yeah. uh, the guy that's hanging around. Another guy that you might be surprised that's still hanging around, uh, I believe Stanley Jean Baptiste is still uh, I, <laughs> is still playing in the league. This is how I found out Stanley Jean Baptiste was still in the league. Somebody signed him on Madden today uh, in our league. I I didn't know he was still a thing. Hey man, you know you you got the physical tools. He's always had the physical tools. That's not if you if they can they can find a team that can use you well enough, or just needs bodies. <laughs> you got the physical tools. You can hang around in the league. Show up to meetings on time. Show up to camp and practice in shape. You can hang around. Nick Nick Brosette. <laughs> Again, we talked about him earlier. I, I'm so happy for him. Uh, he finishes the night 22 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown uh, for the New England Patriots. It, it, that one just it brings me joy to see that 
he's able to score touchdowns. I, that one, he's had such a long road. It's That was a big one. Also on that team, Danny Etling, we talked about his switch to receiver. Did not make a catch. However, he 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 was targeted uh, at wide receiver, which has been interesting enough to kind of watch him try to transition to to other positions right now. Do we have to change the hashtag on him from Danny Etling is a good quarterback to good receiver, or should we just say Danny Etling is a good football player? We probably need to see him catch passes first. I mean, then he, I'll then he I'll didn't practice. Practice is practice. Um, I'll get to that. Give me the one guy. We're going to go. We'll finish off with Saints Vikings. Give me the one guy, maybe more so than anybody else, that you're interested in seeing non Emmanuel Butler category tomorrow night. Latavius Murray. I'm just really interested to see because uh, his running style is not one that really translates to, to what they do in training camp because they're not bringing guys to the ground. They're not hitting guys hard. So I just want to see him, you know, go out there and kind of run some guys over. What about defense? Go, let's go on that side. What do you got? P-Rob. I really want to see P-Rob because, uh, like you said, we talked about it earlier. This is a, an opportunity for him to really uh, kind of take that job back because uh, P.J. really P.J. really showed that, like, he could be the nickelback for this team. So We'll see. All your Saints coverage, all your Saints needs, you will have it tomorrow. WWL, uh, he is Amos Morrell III. I am Andrew Lopez. We have sat in the last two nights for Seth Dunlap. Seth is coming back. We're not. Amos will be around. We'll see. Thanks for listening, guys. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.